Shalak. This is a statement made by many powerful men and women of God that means send me. Join us as we disciple together and dig into what it means to be sent and the power and spirit of God. We are the spirit-empowered hands and feet of Jesus. We are the next generation history-making warriors for God. We are the, the Sent Ones. Hey guys, we just want to welcome you to the first episode of The Sent Ones, a brand new podcast, walking the journey of following God and being available. My name is Justin Strait. I am the lead pastor at New Life Assembly of God in Baldwin City, Kansas, uh, pursuing big dreams that God has placed on my heart, big purposes, big callings. And uh, my hope is that along this journey, you can get to know me, get to know where God has taken us and be encouraged to step out in faith to do what he is calling you to do as well. Sounds good. Um, I am Pastor Chris. I am the youth pastor here at uh, the church that we're at. Um, I came along for this journey uh, a couple of years ago, but did not quite know what I was getting myself into at the time. Um, but long story short, God kind of brought me to the place to where I was understanding what it really means to really pursue what he has for you um, in its fullest. And because of that, I've... Uh, experienced many interesting things uh seeing things in the supernatural for instance but uh that's another time but yeah fun thank you i'm gonna be the most awkward (laughs) of the bunch um tim um worship leader here at uh baldwin city church i totally spaced out there new life assembly (laughs) yep baldwin city church um yeah i've been here it's uh just a little over a year now um Justin and I linked up when I was in that portion of my journey where um, I knew there was a lot more of God. I was pursuing Holy Spirit, and uh, where I was, it was kind of getting getting shut down. And I think a lot of us have been there in, in churches where we're we're pursuing, and we realize that there's a lot more that God is calling us yeah. to. But the frustration of kind of being, um, um, I don't know, kind of having that ceiling of, of how far we can go and, and having boundaries on that. And so Justin and I linked up. And uh, he called to have a worship leader fill in, and that's how we met. And it just kind of took off from there, and it's been a while right ever since. Yeah, I want to encourage you guys to uh, to stick around, not just for this episode, for episodes to come. Um, today, we're going to be asking and helping you understand the simple question of what is the sent ones? Who are the sent ones? What is this podcast really about? Um, you're not going to miss it because I really believe, like I said earlier, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a propelling point for you. Um, Maybe like Tim said, you know, and uh, maybe you felt a lid on something where you're at and and the Holy Spirit's been telling you there's not a lid. Um, Let us encourage you. Walk with us. We we hope we have something to offer. We know we do and we know you can be blessed by it. But um, I want to tease a little bit because there are episodes coming where we're going to take an episode at a time, really giving you our testimonies in full. Um, We hope that... uh, You'll be blessed by it in knowing who we are, why we're doing what we're doing, um, what our heart is. And and uh, like Chris said, he, he's teased you a little bit, but uh, talking about a timid guy who uh, thought he understood what intimacy with God was until uh, he began seeing and hearing angels and demons. And Tim, growing up in a background that gave a lid of, of comfortable confirming or conforming I guess would be a good one just staying within a place of comfort and and God calling me to something that in the sphere where I grew up in the sphere how I was taught biblically and theologically called me to something that 
I didn't even know existed anymore. Um, so stick around for that. If you felt any of those things, this is absolutely going to encourage you and build you up and set you up for your journey. And uh, our hope is you'll take it with us. So what is the sent ones? Why are we doing this podcast? That kind of has already partially been answered, but we were talking and a while back, God had put on my heart um, to start doing more. Um, not just doing more, but being more intentional with my ministry and being more intentional about outreaching. And um, the podcast and this YouTube channel was the first thing you put on my heart. We've, we've been given a source, we've been given a platform freely um, in the world we're in, and we have something worth sharing. And so the, the, the whole call on this is we were talking and as God was breeding this fire is that we have incredible men and women of God at a finger's tip accessibility. We have apostles that are powerful in the word, power, powerful spiritual warriors who who are driving out demons at every sense they have. And, and we have wise teachers, and, and we're glad we have them. We utilize them ourselves on the normal. Um, we utilize their teachings and we stay connected. But one thing that we have realized is that sometimes it's easy to feel disconnected from that. It's, it's easy to feel like they have the answers. It's easy to feel like they've already climbed the mountain and we're just sitting here saying, how, did, how do I get there? Um, how do I even take that first step up the mountain? And so our whole goal and the whole testament of what God's called us to is we want to climb the mountain with you. Um, we, we are geared up for the mountain climb and we are learning it as we go. We are, we are not perfect at this thing. We have not figured out X, Y, and Z to the 10th degree. Um, we, a lot of this is just completely leaning on the Holy Spirit, leaning on the wisdom that he has provided through his word, through prayer, and yes, through other teachers and leaders. But we want to, to help and encourage you that if you don't really feel like you know how to start, then just start with us. Come with us. Don't, don't just watch us. Come with us. We've, we're all called to something bigger than ourselves. And uh, if we can be a platform and encouragement for you to take the first steps with us, then that's absolutely what we want to do and be available to you through this podcast, through this channel, through our time together. Any thoughts, guys? Just sitting here thinking about yeah, let's go. I have to give you stuff. <laughs> um, but just uh, I know when we were when we were first talking about um, kicking this off and what it was that you know what are we going to be able to offer out there that's not already being offered. And I just think of my personal journey where you know Holy Spirit gives me revelation in the Word, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's so much more. And you know, and you know, the Great Commission says go into all the world and make disciples. And oh, by the way, these things will follow those who believe. You will cast out demons in my name. You will lay your hands on the sick and they will get well. And it's just like, I haven't been doing that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and teaser, kind of like you mentioned before, yeah. it's like there's more of that to come because it's been a wild ride. But what's really on my heart is I know there's a ton of other believers out there right now that are coming to church every Sunday. They're hitting the Bible studies. Maybe they're doing a midweek you know, prayer, worship service or something like that. But they're like, 
I've, I've hit a ceiling, but I know there's more. God's pulling on my heart, and he's pulling for more. And we want to be that Acts church like we've been going through. And uh, to say that that's, that hasn't stopped, that has not yeah. ceased, and we can still do the things that Jesus did when we believe it and when greater things. And that's what is on my heart for this podcast and for the people that are watching the YouTube channel is to go, here's a group of dudes that don't have it all figured out, but they're hungry for God, they're hungry for the more, and we're just chasing after it. We're, like we mentioned before, we're pushing through the failures and the not knowing <laughs> and the mess-ups and the falling on our faces, yeah. and, but in the trenches and not giving up to pursue this thing that we've been called to and live it out the way that it got designed yeah. for it to be lived out. Because I think for each of us, something is vastly different than each of our stories are, and yet how interwoven they're now becoming because of how um, partnered we have become not just because of the same church but because of the heart and the calling we have um, I think one thing that I can speak for all of us is, is that and maybe you're feeling this too and that's why you're here is there is something deeply frustrating within your spirit when you feel a ceiling on a limitless God you read the word and you know God is who he says he is and you see that he's his God and as you said in John it says the things I've done you will do and even greater things and you're looking you're saying God I'm not doing greater things I'm not even doing equal things yeah. and you hit that ceiling but you know he's limitless there's a frustration that comes with that and I think that is where we all started was well can't say all this guy didn't really understand the ceiling when he, when he got jacked up well, but uh but for the most Holy part, when, style yeah, yeah. Um, but when you realize and have this frustration of God, there's more there. You can't have a limit. You can't have a ceiling. You can't have a box. And whenever you as a child of God get to that place where it's like, not only you're not the one putting God in a box, but you're desperately trying to shred that box. That's where we are. And I hope that I hope that testifies to your spirit that you're shredding this box as well and you're trying to really see who God really is and what he can do in your life and through your life because of it. Um I think that for me that's the best picture I can give of what our our heart and our spirit posture has been um during this journey for the last year or so has been desperately trying to just shred the box that's been placed around God. Yeah. And I know for me, um, whenever I was, before all of that happened with me, um, one of my biggest issues was as I, I'd read the word and I'd go and go to church, I'd serve and do these different things, but I just felt like there was just something like an emptiness. Like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing but I always felt like if serving God was just this, then what am I? What's the point? What's the actual yeah. depth to it? And uh, I had that uh, explained to me in a very dramatic way <laughs> that uh, that was not what God intended for me, and He had so much more, and all I needed to do was be willing to receive it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll tell you along the journey, as we said, we want to share our steps with you. We want to share the things we have learned. Whether through success or failure, we want to be an open book. <clears throat> if there's anything I can tell you, and, and if you need to, you can, you can check out our church's YouTube channels and stuff like that as well, and you'll see, is that I was taught from an early age, and I am 
passionately convicted by it is that in order to ministry effectively, we have to be raw and vulnerable. And so I will share my shortcomings with you. They'll share their shortcomings with you. And the beautiful thing is I know them. So if they don't share them, I will throw them under the bus um, <laughs> because that's what we're here for. We want, we want you to know that, that your trip, your, your, your misstep didn't cost you your purpose. Yeah. And so sometimes it, it changes the game plan a little bit. <laughs> sometimes it changes the timing a little bit. Sometimes it changes the way it looks a little bit. But your misstep didn't cost you your purpose. And so we're all walking this out. We want you to, to be encouraged to get back up and to keep going and keep stepping out and to keep moving. And so we're going to share ups and downs. We're going to share our victories and our shortcomings. And we're going to we're going to share what we were taught through others and through the Word of God and the Spirit of God. We, we want to bring it all together because this is a time. This is a time we have. We're in, we're in an end time season. If you've not heard of the minister, Kevin Zeta, I encourage you to look him up, but one of the things he said that has so deeply pierced us, I think I can speak for everybody, at least for me, is that in one of his encounters with heaven, he said the saints of old, we're talking Elijah and Elisha and Isaiah and all of them, they're up there rooting for us with the, with the holy desire to be us. Why? Because we were chosen to be the closers. So they're rooting for us, and, and they know that when we do with Christ, there's no way that we can fail. So I want to encourage you through this, that if you keep moving forward, there's no way you can fail. You might trip, you might misstep, but you can't fail. You're being rooted on by all of heaven because you were chosen for a time as this. And so we want to help you. We want to help equip you as we equip ourselves with the Lord. We want to help guide you in, in how you can step out in the victory you were called to and the purpose you were called to and encourage you along that way. And if that means that we can share a shortcoming or a failure on our end, and you can be like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Please, by all means, take that. (laughs) And if you can see that we were able to overcome in victory or whatever, and and we're stepping out and we're having these breakthroughs, then be encouraged and say that I can do that. That's not a respecter of persons. We're, We're all... Really, I mean, we're all small-town Kansas boys. Yep. Yeah. Um, maybe a little Indiana, and we're not going to hold it against them. I never but, uh, A little Oklahoma mixed yeah, there. Yeah, a little, little Missouri. I mean, we've Arkansas, kind of, thank you. I guess Midwest-South area draws in, but small-town <laughs> Kansas boys, and we don't have the resume of qualifications, you know. Mm-hmm. And if one thing that God has spoken very quickly to us early on is that, and we don't take this as a as a slam we don't take this as a discouragement but it's encouraged us is that we are misfits within our spiritual and leadership resumes but god uses those he used matthew the tax collector to call as a apostle he used a murderer and a persecutor to make the apostle to the gentiles he he used a a, a blasphemer <laughs> to to minister through 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 that Gentile apostle of Paul. He used David, who was often called the man after God's own heart, but he was an adulterer and a murderer. He he used these people. Why? Because the misfits often understand their absolute need of God and their inability to do it themselves. And so yeah. our our call to God has uh, has been to be okay with the misfits and 
to pursue the leftovers. <laughs> you know, we want everything that everybody else left behind. Um, there's often more crumbs at the table than there are sliced bread. And so if, if you felt like a misfit and you felt left behind and you felt like you were just the crumbs leftovers, you're part of us. You're, you're part of it all. And um, I did want to go back a little bit because you might be wondering why are we called the sent ones. And this is going to tease a little bit of my testimony. But in Isaiah 6-8, God is calling out and he's needing a messenger into the world. And he said, who will go for us? Who shall we send? And Isaiah, the prophet, not yet fully the prophet, stands there and he's, he's excited and he's anxious. He's like, here, here, here I am, Lord, send me. And in Hebrew, it's the words hine shalak. And that word shalak, God used to really radicalize and transform my life and my purpose and my, 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 my direction and my call. Help give me clarity to that. And that's all going to come in my testimony. But that calling of sin to me. He was looking for somebody who wasn't just available, but was passionately desiring to be used of God. So if, if, again, if, if that hits you in your spirit, in your heart, say, God, whatever it is, whatever it is, Lord, send me. Send me. I'm available. This is the place you want to find yourself. Yeah. Amen. And I'll, I'm going to piggyback that with what's on my heart right now, which is um, the share part of my journey, and I think all of us have dealt with this to some extent, and I know that people that are going to watch and listen to this have dealt with this, but it's that feeling, and we already touched on it a little bit, is that feeling of disqualification. Yeah. Um, we've, all, we've all experienced things, been through things that we feel um, disqualifies us from being able to be used by God in a big way. And I think it's one of the big things I think people are going to get out of listening, especially once we start digging deeper into our testimonies. What, I mean, <laughs> we're pretty, you know, by, by fleshly standards, disqualified in a lot of ways because of different things. And um, one of the, the biggest things that... Uh, that, that God has taught me in this last year was, you know, comes from Psalm 139. And these poor guys hear me talk about this a lot, but I can't get enough of it. But verse 16 of Psalm 139 says, all of my days were ordained for me before one of them ever came to be. They were written in his book. Yeah. And this is something that I still, you know, when, when Paul tells Timothy, go to war with the prophecy spoken over you. And when we talk about using God's word as a sword, as a weapon to fight our battles, this is one of those scriptures for me is reminding myself that every time I feel disqualified, before I was born, there was a book written about me. Yeah. And as Jeremiah 29, 11 would say, is those plans were to prosper us and not to harm us, plans for a hope and a future. God never planned for us to fail. God doesn't know what failure means. And we, we compare that with Ephesians 1, where before the world was created, he predestined us for the good works that we were going to do in him. And the awesome thing about that is, those things never change. His purpose is planned what he had written in a book for each and every one of us. Everybody that's you know, sitting in a jail cell right now or previously sat in a jail cell, everybody that's had an abortion, everybody that's been through a divorce like myself, everybody that has experienced you know, that, that sexual trauma or whatever major disqualifier we think we experience is every single one of us yeah. have a book and it never changes. You know, granted, so good. because of... You know, free will is a thing. We live in a fallen world. The enemy is the god of this world. The world, sa the, the word says. We, we run into this kind of stuff all the time. But it's a free will issue and it's a spiritual warfare issue that gets us off track. 
but that doesn't change the fact that we have a book written about us and that you know his word never returns void it always accomplishes that for which it's sent and those things will come to pass as long as we're pursuing him and we come in line with him and, and we'll share more in our testimonies and every single one of us has this part in our testimony that you know it could not be truer that when you ask you will receive when yeah. you seek you will find when every time we've fallen down on our face and we pursue god and we pressed into him he has shown up in a mighty way and not one time did he go you every know what time. you uh you messed up too big this time i can't use you it's just like no i, I forget the scripture now off the top of my head of course but god's word never changes his plan never changes it's steadfast and that was the biggest encouragement to me over this last year is every time the enemy tries to start beating on me about you made this mistake, you're not good enough here, or whatever it might be, I remind myself, it's just like my book is still my book. It's been written. God is not wavering on that plan. Our, the callings and the gifts of God are without repentance. And all it takes is me, just that about face, that repentance, get back on track and, and just go to war with the prophecies spoken over us. And yeah. we'll, we'll get to share. I'm really excited to share about the prophecies <laughs> that, that have been spoken over us, over over our mission, over the church um, in this last year. And I'm excited to share it with everybody else because these three dudes, and I just love I'm going to point it out. I'm sorry, Chris, I love you. But the Captain America shirt. I mean, this, this could not be a better like representation of who Chris is. He's just a loving, kind, just fun loving guy. And we're nothing incredible. We're nothing yeah. we're nothing special. We are normal people that yep. just decided to make a choice to pursue God at all costs. And it's yeah. been painful. Yeah. Um, this last year's been really painful. We're coming out of a season right now where all of us have just gotten railroaded with spiritual warfare and it's it's just something else to be able to lock arms with you guys and, and with our the rest of our congregation and our friends and go, no matter what the enemy throws our way, we are full speed ahead on this thing. We're pursuing this thing. We're, we're chasing, like the conference we're going to go to here in August, yeah. we're chasing greater things, and we're not going to back down from it. And I want to push, push that a little bit of an encouragement to you guys. Um, if you are watching this, and it's before August 3rd, 2022 um crazy thing this could be watched in 2037 right for all we know um but if you're watching this beforehand i want to encourage you go look up the greater things conference uh, oklahoma city august 3rd through the 6th 2022 um led by global awakening through randy clark um that event (laughs) was single-handedly the propelling uh, moment for everything that you're about to start learning from us. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're walking through. God God had given us words beforehand. Don't understand. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the testimony I'm going to share started before that. Yeah. The testimony he's going to share started before that. Some of his started before that. Hey. <laughs> but he kind of came around <laughs> after these two guys got a hold of what God was doing at that conference. Um but it began an activation, and it began yeah, a release of a whole new level of pursuit. So I want to encourage you, if you can, go and register for that. Be a part of it. And if you're watching this, wherever you are, um, by fleshly standards, it would seem nearly impossible that somebody's going to watch this beforehand and go to that event because of it. But if you do, 
reach out to us. Comment on yeah, this. Absolutely. Comment on this channel. Let us know you're coming. We will find you. We will meet with you. We will do lunch with you. We will encourage you and be encouraged by you. I promise you that. So if you can, be a part of it. Give your time to it. I had the plug that is since you brought it up That's because good. it was life-changing, life-altering experience for us. And a lot of our testimony stems from that single event. It was definitely the launching pad. For sure, yeah. And in our relationship, and just growing closer together, every event we've been to, we've received a word, some sort of impartation, and it's been epic to go back. And we've been keeping track. We keep a Google Docs, Google Drive, with um, just keeping track of our testimonies and words that have been spoken over us. And it's awesome because it was not, I don't can't remember my message. You maybe two three weeks ago. I was just like I just went back over that, and we really need to be diligent about keeping up with that because it was such an encouragement to me to see oh my gosh like all these things that came to pass where we were and that was last august and yeah. there we are now in may where yeah. it's just night and day um it just it was that launching pad that propelled and accelerated absolutely. everything absolutely and then i want to come to you because i know you've been a yeah. little bit more quiet but um um we love our chris you're going to notice very quickly He's an awkward guy at times, <laughs> but sometimes he, on purpose. He's, he's who God we made him to be, and we, we love him. And so we tease him with it because he knows, and we know, and we understand. And Do we have time it for really, that joke? It really is a brotherhood. Um, I'll tell you what. You go to youtube.com slash c slash Baltimore City Church. You're going to find sermons that we've preached in the past between all three of us. Um, and then we do have a small playlist that just started where it's called Bad Dad Jokes with Pastor Chris. Um, he is infamously i'm not even not famously is infamously known for horrible dad jokes um but we have fun with it you know and, and I, we say that to say this yes we're misfits you know we we understand our shortcomings from the world's perspective but there's a brotherhood that connects us in our pursuit of god and all that he's doing yeah. so Coming back to you, you've been a little bit more quiet so far. Mm -hmm. Share a little bit with me what's on your heart right now and, and what it is you're excited about, anticipating, um, and hoping to see accomplished through this ministry. Through this ministry. Um, oh, that's a, there's, it's weird because there's surprisingly a lot to it that I would, I'm actually kind of excited for. Um, I will tell you this. I have no, like through most of my Christian life, I have not had... A lot of the activation um, activation of the spiritual gifts and a lot of that in my life and so going into this it was almost like a being thrown into the deep end of the pool without any floaties and saying hey here's swim and uh, it's been amazing um, but it also has been incredibly I wouldn't want to say hard it's been that I don't know, it's hard to describe, like a benefiting, like, struggle, in a sense. Hard to describe. Um, it's been like a, a workout. Like yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And, and you get weary and you get uh -huh. out of you. You're stretching and tearing, but you're growing. Oh, yeah. Um, but just doing some of that, some of the things I would be really excited to talk about is just how I've, I've been able to have many different spiritual encounters since uh, we went through my uh, impartation and stuff like that. So that is one of the things I'm going to be very excited to be able to talk about and just how God speaks to me 
about different little situations or gives me revelation on different areas that I had never thought about before um, because it happens a lot. And I would encourage you guys that I know that God wants to speak to you. It's not something that he is just passive if you pursue him and you look for him in all these situations that you're going to hear a small yeah. voice. Good. No, he, he actively wants to tell you. Um, and one of the key ways he does that is through the Bible, but he also wants to tell you in intimate ways. That's personal to you. And that's one of the things that I've learned um, strongly through this, especially um, just in those quiet moments to where no one's around or I'm by myself. I don't even have to necessarily be searching for a word or an answer, but I can just be dwelling in the presence of the Holy Spirit and God will just drop something on me yeah. or speak to me on a subject that I'm learning about or that he wants me to learn about or impress into or a word of knowledge about someone I'm going to meet later that day to be able to encourage them. He wants to give me those things, and he has been. And so just being able to go and learn from that has been an incredible journey. So That's good. Yeah, I think the encouragement here is that he doesn't only speak, he doesn't only call the elitists. You know, it's it's not an elite group like, well, of course he's going to hear because he's called. And this isn't just a calling for those to the fivefold ministry. Are we called into that? Are we anointed and graced into that? Yes. But it's not because of that. I mean, Tim still in some ways hasn't fully believed that about himself. But he's a powerhouse for God regardless of the title you give him. Um, regardless of it. I mean, regardless of the fact that he is a, a quote-unquote youth pastor, we've got, we've got a prophet who, who sees and hears the supernatural from angels and demons, and he's on the watch and is a, is a watchman of, of, of the spiritual warfare around us. We have a singing devil slayer who, who comes from a background of not even understanding the Holy Spirit until two years ago. And, yeah. and uh, we've got somebody here, and I don't even want to give the teaser yet because I'm still wrapping my brain around everything the guys call me to but we, we come from different it's backgrounds. a total cop out did you catch that yeah, yeah i noticed that cop out. <laughs> i'm gonna call him out because he called me out that's okay it's okay but you're gonna find out soon enough it's gonna be hidden forever um but all that to say it doesn't matter if there's a five-fold title or call in your life in order to be a sent one it's not about being an elite person or a super christian or or hyper holy it's about being fervent and it's about being expectant. And it's about being intimate. And if you can just do that, if you start tearing away, sharing away that box that we talked about earlier, and you start pursuing intimacy with God and knowing God, truly knowing Him. Scripture says, if you draw near to me, then I will draw near to you. And when He's drawing near, He is moving. He's speaking. He's releasing and He's giving. And when you do that, you find, as, as Chris said a moment ago, that He's desiring to pour into your life. And so we want to help encourage you to get to that place where if you're not already expecting it, you are. And you're hearing from God and you're receiving from God and you're pursuing God. And that you're seeing that there's been so much more purpose and hope for you than you have ever given credit for. Um, and we want to lift that up and we want to build that up and we want to call that out of you and uh, encourage it along the way. And super excited for it. Like, I can't wait. I, I, I just want to extend this like an hour right now to share all of our testimonies right now, but right. we want to give you more later. And we want to give you some to sit on. And so 
I hope that you're excited. I hope just that little bit you've been hearing has been stirring your spirit. I hope it's been stirring your heart. And I hope it's, it's been drawing you to want more and to, to, to wait for episode two and to see what episode two will be about, what episode three and four and five and six. And hopefully before we know it, you're going to find yourself partnered with the sin ones coming underneath the umbrella to be poured into and to be stirred up and to be called out and to be a part and to be released and to be sent. That's the purpose of it all. That's the goal of it all. That's what Jesus' intention of all of this was, was to partner, umbrella, be built up, and to be sent out. And so join us. Join us for that journey right along with us and see what God has in store for each and every one of you. Anything else that you guys have in your spirit that you want to share? Um, the only thing that hit me when you were talking, Justin, you, you said the word that has just been a constant in, in my prayers and, and during our worship times and stuff like that is that word expectation. Mm-hmm. I just feel Holy Spirit on that just as I say it out loud. But that's been the biggest part of my journey here lately is just yeah. that realization of um, there is nothing in heaven, in heaven limiting us down here. Yeah. We're limited by uh, unbelief. We're limited by, man, I'll just use that word, expectations. Because we're, and, and I'll get to share more later on, but my journey previously was um, I wasn't experiencing what we're experiencing now spiritually because of the box or the set of expectations that I had. Because a lot of times what's been going on in our churches is we're basing our theologies off of our experiences yeah. rather than what the Word says. And when we do that, our expectations... We're gonna we're gonna experience God to the level that our expectations yeah. Yeah. go, and I think that's the uh, the big journey we've been on, and that we'll be excited to document with you and to pursue with you guys is just blowing the walls off of expectations yeah. that that yeah. we, God is a God of the impossible. Uh, Jesus said nothing is impossible for those who believe, and we're like I said, we're we're actively walking out and learning how to pursue the greater things. And that's, that's what was on our heart to begin with, with this journey was to show people, you know, what does it look like when we haven't arrived? We don't have a big name. We don't have a big ministry, but we're pursuing the greater things. And, and how do we document that journey to show somebody else who is where we are now, or maybe they were, we were a year ago going, I'm hungry and God is pulling on my heart, but I'm not experiencing greater yeah. things. I'm not experiencing the works. And so that's that's the biggest thing on my heart right now is, yeah. is just going, there's more, and we don't want to put a boundary yeah. or a limit on what our expectations of what God can do. So. Yeah. What is What does that journey look like when you've been sent and you're only five miles in? Yeah. You know, like, we don't we don't want to wait till we're on the other side of it. We want, we want to share what it's like in the middle of it. And, um, yeah. Prayerfully, like we said, you're, you're blessed and encouraged by it. We, we know you will be if you have the heart of expectation. And what I want to challenge you with is a few different postures as you join us through this journey. Is The first one that's on my spirit now is don't be a citizen of Capernaum. Scripture says that the people of Capernaum, because of their expectations, receive nothing of God. Now, it doesn't say that word of expectations, but we know it's true because their expectation of Jesus was that he was a carpenter's son. Their expectation kept them from receiving what everybody else received from Jesus. That's good. And then the other posture we want to encourage you with in these times is there's going to be moments, and maybe even from time to time, God will 
call us to send you out to do something with what you've learned week by week. But there's a moment to be a Martha, to work and to be diligent to serve, and then there's a moment to be a Mary, to sit and to receive and to let it process. So what I encourage you is that when you're here, take the posture of Mary. Put aside all the other to-do lists. Get, get all those other things out of your mind. Get the, God, I have to pursue this, or I need to receive this, or you've called me to this, and how do I take the steps of X, Y, and Z to get there? Forget about that. That's the biggest, I think, the biggest joy and challenge of this even is that when God called me to this, it was easy for me to want to say in the flesh, God, we don't have the ministry. We don't have the name. We don't have the greatest equipment. We're doing this video off of my Google Pixel phone. Um, this isn't, we're in a tiny room that is super hot. Um, like, we're not. And, Chris is wearing pajama yeah, pants. He's wearing pajama pants. I'm wearing shorts. Because we didn't have on. time to do this until all the and, babies went yeah, to bed. Yeah, we're, that's true. We, we are limited right now. We're not. We're not sitting in the picture of success. And it would be easy to say, God, you're calling me to this, and when you have provided it for me, I'll move. But that's not what the, the call is. The call is to take what we have. Don't bury the one talent you have and say, Lord, I'll multiply it when you give me three, five, or ten. Mm. Well, that's an expectation, and yeah. that's a lack of faith. So start sowing it and start... When, when the time is called to send out and do something with it, do it. But oftentimes, the investment and the multiplication of the growth comes from learning first. We have to know how to do it. We have to be transformed in that area. So I want to encourage you. There are times we teach that we're in the middle of being transformed by it. Mm-hmm. And we're not fully there. We're going to say, sit with us. <laughs> Mary, sit down. Because you're not ready to get up and serve. Because we're not ready to get up and serve in this area yet. Walk with us. Learn with us. Be transformed with us. And, and set and soak it in and take it in. And when the time comes, we'll let you know. Because God will confirm it in our spirit. And he'll confirm it in yours. And if you allow yourself to be established under the, the authority of really given to me, then we can co-labor together. And we can say, okay, now that time's come. Now the transformation is taking place. Now the revelation has moved into transformation. Go do something with it. But you can't go and serve in an area you don't know yet. And so I want to encourage you. If there's something he's calling you to, dig in. Be active when he says be active. But sit down and listen when you need to sit down and listen. And so take that posture of a Mary more than a Martha during our times together. Don't be a citizen of Capernaum. Have an expectation that you're going to encounter the God of the universe. And maybe you're going to encounter him in your dreams. Maybe you encounter him in your sleep. Maybe you're going to encounter him in the middle of a prayer. Maybe you're going to encounter him through your word. And maybe you're going to encounter him through three small-town Kansas boys to the sent ones. We don't know. But have the expectation that you're going to encounter the God of the universe and he is establishing you right now for everything that he created purpose you for. This could be your launching pad. And that is what our hope and goal is, to help launch you to everything God has called you to be. Yeah. That's good. And your thoughts? <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm just, I'm just excited for the journey and to, to share with people that 
you know, wherever they're at right now is exactly where God can use them yeah. to yeah. propel them forward. So the, the journey is now, regardless of what your level of faith is, your background is, denomination, whatever it is, is right right where we're at is yeah. is the posture um, that he can use us in. So yeah. it's, it's going to be exciting to share all the rest of the stories. So. Yeah. So we're going to sign off here. And I want to encourage you that if this is the journey you're ready to be on, look around. The world needs workers. Yeah. Jesus tells us the, the harvest is right for the picking. Workers are few. We need workers. And if you're looking around and say, I see the need. I see the, 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 the call. I feel the heart. I feel the spirit pulling at me. And if you could hear God saying, who shall I send? He will go for us. If that's you, do what we've done. And let that be your call each and every week that we sign off. Hine Shalak, Lord. Here I am. Send me. We love you guys. Be blessed. We look forward to connecting with you in episode two. Go ahead and be sent. Three, two, one. Shalak, this is a statement. Well, I got really excited there. <laughs> I'm excited, not over the top. Ha, <laughs> ha,